0: Welcome to Reimagining Education. Joining me again on the podcast today is Logan Dean. Um, We've had him on before. He is the Director of Mentoring Services. Logan, it's good to have you back. Eric, happy to be back. A little surprised, you know, to be back, but um, I'm happy to be back. There we go. Being humble there. He knew he was coming back. I was going <laughs> to force him to come. So yeah, if you can tell too, we're um, shifting things around as far as labs go. The school year has started. Um, we are putting out fires, but also having great opportunities pop up for us. So um, we're shifting a little bit from more, maybe informational and opportunities to um, talking about education, talking about things that we can do. It's going to be a little bit more of a casual conversation, but I'm excited to learn about students. Um, what they need and how we can help that, and hopefully, you know other schools and parents and all of that would, would continue to benefit from these. So um, I'm gonna let you you run with something. Um, what are we talking about today? Yeah, so um,
1: one thing we've been doing a lot of over this summer and this fall is doing a lot of research into the mentoring field doing a lot of studies. Um, I've talked about that on the last podcast, uh, the evidence of chronicle-based mentoring or the chronicles of evidence-based mentoring. There we go. There it is. (laughs) It's a bit of a mouthful. Um, It's something that we've been looking at trying to figure out uh, research-based practices. What is best for kids in this mentoring field? What is best for students? And so uh, something we are going to be rolling out this second semester, our mentors have always done a phenomenal job of informally talking about soft skills, and we, we call them tools for life. What is the student, what is the kid taking with them when they leave here? Um, one thing I always focus on, if this is my kid, I would want them to, uh, I would want a trusted adult to be working with them on things that come after school, right? And so, what we're doing is we're formalizing that. Uh, we decided we're going to pick basically one soft skill a month that we're going to make the theme for the month hmm. uh, because I want... Kids, and I want students leaving here knowing that they're going to be prepared for life, right? They're going to be prepared for – we're going to use real research, evidence-based things to make kids ready for when they leave here to be successful at their first job, successful in college, successful with whatever it is they're going to be doing.
0: I love that. We had talked earlier when you were on the first episode that mentoring uh, requires – a lot of competency, but it's more of an art than a science. Um, but maybe sometimes, especially when, when parents would think about that, um, we weigh it too much on the artful side and there is research and there is science to, uh, help students, right? There are tactics, maybe strategies would be a better word. There's not a right and wrong, but there are strategies. So, um, I see, uh, and this might be tentative, but you've got it nice and listed out and they got months instead of numbers. So um, wherever you'd like to begin as far as what these themes or what we'd like to work on, um, I'll let you run with it. Yeah. So we
1: are actually still finalizing the, uh, we're going to have one for every month. So there's nine uh, months in a school year. So we have basically nine themes that we're working on and we're really narrowing in on what is it something that we want students to, to take with them when they leave here? And so, right at the top of our list, right at the very top, I'll start there, uh, we have goal setting. Mm. So, something that mentors do regularly with students is they set goals with them. They teach them to set goals, right? Uh, but we're going to get into a little bit more with the students is the why. The why, and, and we're going to teach them why it's so important to have, um, there's an acronym out there called SMART goals, Yeah, right? Specific, measurable Attainable, uh, realistic, and timely. Right. So, what that means is is we're going to formalize, um, we're going to formalize and teach students why it's so important to set goals, how to set them appropriately, so that way they're being effective. Because we know we've had some life experience out there now to know mm-hmm. that you can't just necessarily wander through college, you can't wander through a job, you can't wander through your life and not have anything that you're shooting towards. Yeah. Right. So that's the very first one I'm most
0: excited about. I should put a little footnote on that. I like putting footnotes, right? That almost everybody at MIPS, well, I would say everybody at MIPS are lifelong learners um, is, a, is a phrase out there. Um, I'm currently in business school. Oh, i bump there. Um, I, I love in school. And right now in my chapter of life, I'm in business school. And the very first paper that I wrote for business school um, it was 16 pages long and a good majority of that were smart goals like it's an actual scientific thing yeah. of the smart measurable and so forth so love that that's that's number one yep all right so moving on down the list
1: um, the second one we have is attitude and um, we were back and forth on gratitude versus attitude they kind of go hand in hand and what we realize right? There's a lot of things outside of life that we cannot control. Mm. And so if we can teach our students to control the way they feel manage, and and kind of walk through situations uh, and how they perceive things and teach them real tools, there's real actual scientific tools to and there's a lot of studies done to if a person can take a situation and they can focus on what they can control and they can keep their attitude focused in a good, positive way on what they can control, their, the outcomes are significantly greater, And no matter what you're doing, whether it's school, uh, whatever it is. Um, so we informally already do this, but we're going to formalize it and show. The key is you want someone to, something to stick, show, show the students why that's so important, mm. and then it's going to stick with them. All that. Number two, attitude. Yep. All right, we're moving through number three. Number three, another huge one here. And just just so all the listeners know, this is something actually our staff, w- in many ways, will be learning alongside the students. Yeah. So I think that's pretty cool. Uh, relationships. So relationships. I don't think anybody's going to argue that relationships aren't a critical thing to be able to mm-hmm. have good in mm-hmm. life, right? So we're going to help uh, use strategies, uh, proven strategies, as to how to improve your relationships how to uh, actually how to work through difficult relationships. So for everybody that knows that's listening, if you're if you have a job, uh, you're going to come across sometimes challenging people, difficult people, people that you may not agree with how great of a skill to teach students when they leave here, how to work through difficult relationships, mm. too. So and how to really foster relationships and make them better.
0: Yeah, even through a pandemic, working from home, you still deal with people. Yeah. Every day, unless you're self-employed and only, I don't know, you're a gardener and you sustain your own food. That's all you do. You, you work with people. You got to sell that food somehow. There we go. <laughs> so
1: I don't care what you're doing. You need to be able to uh, work on your relationships in life. Yeah. Love it. All right. And that was number three. Yep. Number four. Number four is communication. Uh, again, another tool that we find that I just asked myself, if my kid was here, if my kid was going to a school, what would I want him to improve in? And I understand uh, communication is super critical. Um uh how to effectively communicate is definitely not something that always comes naturally.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh and how to make sure your points getting across. So you could have all the greatest ideas in the world. You can have the greatest vision for something, but if you don't know how to effectively communicate it, and one thing I love is communication right after relationships, they kind of go hand in hand, right? Yeah. Cuz if you can effectively communicate and what's cool is this is going to be tools someday that students will be able to use with their their significant others they're going to be able to use it with their family i mean we use this on this stuff on every level uh, it's not just something going to be able to take to the workforce with them. I want our kids to leave here and be able to effectively communicate with their families someday yeah. to be able to have more success in that. I, I ca- we care about the whole of them and, and them having a
0: successful life. Yeah, right? so and that's an in an immense life skill. Um, I think I I tell new students this. It is my most given advice and least heated advice is to check your email every day. Um, and we were talking the other day. You know, this isn't college right we even got middle schoolers sending emails and stuff where you don't have to format it a certain way um but the emails is a life skill right emailing people is a life skill and just checking that knowing the importance of that especially in a virtual school check your email every day but um communication is a is a life skill i I love that absolutely Um, these are all our life skills but um this is important they're they're all important yeah tools for life (laughs) there we go that communication was number four number five uh dependability. So mm-hmm. one thing that's really critical about
1: dependability and I won't go too deep into this one cuz I could <laughs> is it builds trust with those people around you. So when you say you're going to do something, when I say I'm going to get in and do my schoolwork, when I say I'm going to complete that project at work, when I tell my wife that I'm going to be home at a certain time, uh being a dependable person again goes hand in hand with your relationships. Those are going to uh, build your relationships, so there's a lot of overlap in these. But teaching students the importance of dependability, I think, is going to be critical for them to go out throughout their life and be successful. So that way people know, If I know Eric, if Eric says he's going to do something, I know Eric's going to get it done because he's shown me that time and time again. And that's so important. And it's actually something that I feel is um, your word, right? Mm -hmm. And you say you're going to do something. Do not ever lose the value in your word when you say you're going to do something. There's so much value in that for somebody, there's yeah. so much value. So, we're going to teach kids about why that's so valuable.
0: Well, these these all relate to each other um, for sure. But it almost seems like um, attitude and dependability together um, makes up a significant portion of what you might call someone's character. Yeah, And there's not always a right and wrong to character. But if you know this person sticks to their word um, and is defined by having a bad attitude, you know, you can have both of those. they are different yeah. sides of coins, but then that's, that's your character, right? So that's a significant portion of, of character. I'm going to give a little spoiler.
1: <laughs> uh, everything that we, I'm talking about now, when we're hiring staff to be at MIPS, these are the things we're looking at mm. because that's how much importance we take in them. And so that's, that's why this is almost easy in a way to pick these. is because this is the kind of person we would want to come here right? Mm. To this place. And um, which, so like I said, many ways we'll be learning this alongside students at the same time.
0: Yeah. And if you think of wanting to leave school better than you came, um, knowledge isn't isn't the most important always we want you to get to a good school we want you to be competent and um, you know find a job and, and provide for for whoever you may be providing for but uh without character that becomes difficulty right yeah. or difficult <laughs> yeah it does i almost got a full sentence out there correct yeah, um, we'll put but, grammar on here as yeah, literacy is the next one for you. not heart. one of my my higher skills but. <laughs> all right that was number five number six uh stress stress management uh slash self-care uh this is
1: something i I'm learning about, I'm, I'm learning through this right now. And this goes back again, you could tie this back to attitude. So if you can learn how to proactively, I want to teach students how to proactively manage their stress. Uh, We definitely do not have a shortage of anxiety and stress Mm -hmm. going on in this world right now. And I feel like it's something you have to make time for and be proactive about, or it will catch up with you. So I want to teach students that it's okay to be proactive. Don't wait until you're lying in your bed, paralyzed, and you can't get out with the pit in your stomach uh, because of the stress being over you. Recognize it's there. Call it out. And uh, we're going to teach students how to proactively put things into life to stop that from overcoming them.
0: I love that. And that's a, um, something that a lot of us started not because of scientific reasons, but as mentors, every student gets a mentor. Um, the first question I always ask is, how you doing? <laughs> how was your last week? And um, being at a school where managing stress or, or self-care you know, you know if you can't get out of bed you're not going to get out of bed to do school it's not going to be the first thing so yeah. um, social and emotional wellness key to all of these but yeah love that all right so number six stress management and self-care number seven problem solving so one of the greatest tools to
1: being a lifelong learner is you don't always have the answers but you know you know how to problem solve and fit and every time you overcome a challenge. Uh, so it's, it's, it's a shift in mind. It's a change in your mindset, right? Instead mm-hmm. of saying, Hey, I don't know the answer. Um, I'm going to wait till I figure out, or somebody's going to come to me to give it to me, to me, how to problem solve and think a little bit differently. This is one, I'll just be honest. Uh, I'm going to have to, as we research this, I put this further down the list. I have a lot to learn about this one. Yeah, And so I'm not an expert on this one at all, But we're going to find some evidence-based things on how to become a good problem solver and change the mindset because we realize uh, half the battle is just being able to get in the mindset of I'm going to figure this out somehow and I'm going to change my mindset to to a mindset of thinking outside the box.
0: Yeah. I love that. So growth for everybody. That's yeah. sweet. Um, you know, we're, we're going through these a little bit quickly, but I'm excited um, at some point, whether it's with the students or with you on other episodes, we'll be able to go into a lot of details on these. And um, I think you mentioned, but our hope is to spread these nine out of the nine months we're in school. Um, and then that'll let us throughout that month um, work on that specific goal. Right. So yep. um, problem solving might not be until May, but all up until May, we're going to figure out how to teach this and instill this in staff and students. And then during May, um, throughout the the month of May, we can look at this and see this in action, which I'm pumped about. Part of the reason we're doing this. So, um, seven, problem solving. And number eight? Uh, Listening skills. So... (laughs) There's uh, there's some stress coming out at the beginning of this one. <laughs>
1: yeah. um, this, I'm self reflecting right now on this one. So uh, there's a there's a large skill in um, listening to to really hear somebody versus listening to respond, right? And uh, again, you're re- I love how these tie it in together. I think your relationships when you learn how to listen, your your ability to have relationships and communicate becomes way better because I really know what Eric is saying. Right. And so we're going to teach the importance of when, uh, how to really listen to somebody and what they're, what they're feeling, maybe behind what they say. Yeah. So this one may even tie into a little bit of uh, body language. You know, this one Ooh. may tie into yeah, <laughs> whatever it is. Right. Um, we may, we may focus on some other things with like that. But yeah, that one's going to be pretty cool to, to teach kids the importance of really listening to listen and not just respond.
0: Absolutely. And we're big on retention practices, too, where, you know, if you read something twice, you get the highest chance. But listening is so important. If you're not listening to your teachers, how are you going to remember what they're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Uh, And finally, or for now, at least number nine. Leadership Uh, Mm -hmm. and leadership is something
1: that can absolutely be taught. It's not just a natural skill. And there's sometimes that misconception out there. Um, And we're going to talk about what we think at MIPS. Uh, makes a leader, and a lot of times it's not what it's not what I used to think it was. You know, I used to think, "Hey, you got a title, you have uh, whatever, right? You're you're sitting up on a throne." It's actually the exact opposite. We talk about leadership being actually being a servant mm. and uh, the willingness to pick up a mop. And there's a lot of really great things I want to teach kids on. on Uh, their true meaning of leadership and it can go a long way. And someday when we have our students go out there and they're going to be leaders and and leader is nothing to do with the title. You could be a leader right now as a student, you Mm -hmm. could be a leader. Uh, That means you're impacting somebody in a way, in a positive way and you're, you're causing people to move. Right. So as a student right now, you can absolutely be a leader where you're at. And so we're going to talk a lot more about that. And it's a skill that I find could be really, really important. And uh, sometimes also come with a lot of weight and responsibility too, as you go throughout life. So
0: I love that. And I'm glad that you, you came around with that, too. Of um, Obviously, you want to prepare you, um, every student, to be great leaders when they leave here and, and lead in different careers or homes and families and things like that. But um, you're absolutely right. Most people are a leader in some capacity. Whether they're just getting their first job and, you know, they're working as a fry cook and then there's a new fry cook, they got to train them, right? That was yeah. that was my situation. You know, maybe the first time I was a leader or maybe you have a younger sibling um, that you are uh, with always or maybe even taking care of um, a good portion of the day. You are a leader to that sibling, whether you're in a class. I even Absolutely. had this too, where I had a classmate who was great at math and I was bad at math, Right. Teaching me math or tutoring, maybe we could say, was more than just telling me the right answers. It was leading me to the right answers. So most students, it's one of those nine skills that, that you need to have at some point, um, are already leaders to some capacity, right? Absolutely. Am I far off there? Uh, not far off at all. <laughs> and I used to think, oh, you know, once I get to this point,
1: then I need to learn about what being a leader is. Once I get this title, and I can tell you right now, uh, that has nothing to do with it. Nothing. And if you think that that's the way it is, you're not ready to be a leader. So it's, um, yeah, I can go on and on about that one. So I'll stop right there.
0: I love that. So this is kind of like an informational article, right? Like nine things that um, we believe are are important to instill in a student. But uh, at the same time, it is a theory of what will make you successful here, um, implications on relationships, all these things. So, um, you know, I don't know what I'm going to call this. I'm hoping, you know, like nine things every student needs or or that we should be working on, that there's no right answer to any of these, but there's improvements. So um, I love that. Uh, Those nine things, I don't want to cut you off from anything, um, but of those nine things, is there one that you're particularly excited about um, or you think that is particularly relevant for the time that we'll, we'll be talking about it in the future?
1: The one I think that ties into every single one and the one that we put the most focus on here at MIPS uh, is relationships. Mm. Um, your attitudes can impact your relationships. Your communications can impact your relationships. I, I feel like they, your, your ability to self-care is going to impact your relationships, right? And um, one of the highest things I personally value in life is relationships. And so I'm definitely most excited to talk to kids about how to build good relationships with everybody. Every relationship you have in your life matters. Every single one. Whether it's your mailman, your uh, your mom, dad, cousin, friends—every single relationship you have matters, and to to not take any single one for granted, and to focus on being intentional with building each one. So, I—that's I, the number one one for me:
0: it's relationships. Yeah. I love that. Well, thank you so much. I'm going to put you on the spot one last time. Um, every episode of the podcast, we end with a win. And very rarely do I warn people ahead of time that I'm going to ask them that. But um, often that means they just say the first thing that comes to their mind, which is a good thing, I think, something that they're they're most excited about. So, Mr. Logan Dean, Director <laughs> of Mentoring Services at Michigan International Prep School, um, do you have a recent win for us? Wow. Ah.
1: I'm going to have to think about this one for a second. You're right. I was not prepared for that.
0: I spoke loud enough that you weren't able to think of it while I was introducing <laughs> it. So, um, take your time. Um, if you take like you know an what? hour, maybe got it. I'll get got annoyed, it. but- <laughs> I got it. I got
1: it. We, it is October 19th and we have our first graduate for the year today. What? We got our first graduate. Yep. They were. Uh, they got it done. They got their stuff done early and uh, we got our first graduate for the year today. So, they, they finished everything- um and that is huge uh, yeah uh, it's for that to happen in october is a big deal so that's a huge win
0: also a bit of motivation i'm gonna parade that around my students and be like all right you guys are doing great but there's always this next step but that's awesome man i love that yep um sweet well logan thank you for for being on again we have a ton of stuff that i want to talk about in the future so um you know whether you become a regular or we just say that this is hosted by logan and eric we'll see how (laughs) we'll see what happens but thank you again happy to be here anytime thanks eric Reimagining Education is brought to you by Michigan International Prep School. If you'd like to learn more about us and what we do, head to our website at miprepschool.org. That's miprepschool.org. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We will talk to you soon.